0: Welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast.
1: Yes sir, we're back, we're back.
0: G-man's got them flows that's replenishing, and grams of that drove, that's my medicine. I've never been huh? afraid of other MCs cause I diminish them. Mortal Kombat say to mine, nigga cause I finish them. I'm, sure. I'm a creep so deep, like a heartbeat, like a bench player. Man, you never want to starve me. Not hardly, do you ever scar me? Still I smoke once like I was with Bob Marley. Yo, 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 welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast. H cubed up in this bitch. Yo, we back with another
1: motherfucker episode. We had to do it a little different this time. We, we keeping our, uh, distance, our, our social distancing, uh, guidelines intact. Yep. And we are currently,
0: uh, via Zoom right now. Hey. So, just doing, the new- doing the jump like got, everybody got, else is doing it now. Got the new sponsor Zoom, you know. <laughs> Shout out to the world's new sponsor.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no bullshit. Shout <laughs> hey, every job you you work at. Probably, is, dog. I don't care if it's Dunkin' Donuts or fucking the White House, dog. You working through them? Like exactly,
0: so. exactly.
1: So we hope you guys are staying safe out there. We doing our best to stay safe over here, um, and we're gonna keep hitting y'all with episodes as much as possible. We yep. also have two album reviews coming out very, very soon. So keep keep an eye out for that. But yeah, man. We're just gonna hit y'all with another episode.
0: All right. Oh, uh, let's go ahead and just jump into the the first topic of. Um, well, the first thing I want to talk about, I uh, first thing I want to talk about is this ridiculous battle that happened between Teddy Riley and Babyface on IG Live. Yeah. Now, the first time that they tried this mess, it was about 45 minutes of looking at your uncles trying to figure out how Instagram works.
1: <laughs> yo, you know it's funny. It's funny, right? Because um, I didn't even. I, I'm gonna be real. I, I didn't. I didn't watch it, and I still haven't watched. it. I probably am gonna watch it at some point. But um, I saw the memes right at like I don't know if it was as it was. Ha- dog, the internet is way too fast, dog. It's ridiculous, yo. <laughs> it's way too fast, dog. It was as it was happening. Niggas had the memes already ready, dog. Mm-hmm. And it was like this is like your <coughs> uncle and your father attempting to hook up a a a. a team for
0: and the funny thing is, is that, like, the stars were getting on and on it, too. Like, they weren't making the memes, but the stars' comments about it were ridiculous. Like, Teddy, Bra- uh, T- Teddy Braxton, Tony Braxton, who had music produced by Babyface, was uh-huh. like, Teddy, what is going on with you? Like, she was writing all this on her on her Twitter and shit. She was like, I don't know what is going on with your sound, but, yo, call me when Babyface plays my song. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hey, yo, didn't you say it was something like over 500,000 people in there, too?
0: Yeah, it was over fi- I think the last time I saw the count, um, it was like 520,000.
1: That's crazy.
0: So That's fucking like, nuts. And I remember sitting there watching the whole thing going on, wondering, are they going to get 500,000? Because it kept bouncing back in between before between like 462 and like 480. Right, right, right. And then finally it just said, pow. And then after a while, they, were ha- they started having other problems, which I think was just Teddy shit fucking up again. Because we all know, Teddy, Teddy came with the whole fucking band. He came with the eng- sound engineers, the backup dancer, the hype man, the fucking okay. camera crew. He had like fifty people in that bitch when they were supposed to be social distancing. Babyface is sitting in this motherfucker with a motherfucking velvet smoking jacket on, with his fucking phone pointed towards him, with his button on the computer and the speaker, and that's it. Oh, and he had a glass of wine because he was chilling.
1: <laughs> hold on, hold on. Was that because I? Like I said, I, I'm not, I'm familiar with them, but I don't really, was that the one who had the little, the, 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 um, was it silk or was it like? Yeah,
0: it looked, it looked like a okay. silk suit. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay, As, okay. I guarantee you that was a velvet smoking jacket, like shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's just Babyface's style. Nigga, if this had been the early 90s, late 80s, that shit would have had a fucking frilly ruffled shirt like a fucking pirate to the Caribbean and shit. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Babyface was ridiculous back in the day with the clothes, man. Yeah. I, so, you know, it's crazy. Um,
1: I know this is going to sound possibly sacrilegious to a lot of people, including maybe you, but, um, the first time I heard of Babyface at all was on the Lil Wayne album, uh, Carter 3. Uh, he's on one of my favorite songs, which
0: is Comfortable. Yeah. Uh, I do like sings, that song though. The song is dope the, as fuck. And honestly, yeah. I, I thought it was a weird combination with them because of their, their styles are so completely different.
1: Right, right. Yeah, I mean, and, uh, like I said, you know, that was the first time I had ever heard of Babyface. I had heard of Teddy Riley, but would you say these are guys that, like, would stay in the back, in the background throughout their career? Or were they, were they more well known or out in the public eye and things like that, uh,
0: like when they were out in? I want to say Teddy Riley was more in the background, especially in the beginning. Again, I was also a little kid. At this point, okay. like, when they were hot, I was literally, like, probably just coming out of diapers, like, when they first right, started right. getting hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I don't really remember Teddy Riley all that much in the foreground until Blackstreet came in the nineties, like, in the mid to okay. late nineties. And, like okay. I said before, I think he was a member of the group, but I'm not really sure, but I know he worked with them heavy. Okay. Right. But right, right, right. Babyface was the artist. He was one of the biggest things in R&B pretty much going through the 80s into the mid 90s and then he just kind of chilled back and just really started producing but he was producing the entire time he was an artist also
1: okay okay
0: yeah i mean yeah man like i think this is hinted what was this like two or three days before it happened or something like that or was this
1: like done
0: in advance um, it, they tried to do it. I think it was three days before it actually happened, but that's uh, when they had all the technical issues, and that's where uh, all the memes and the gifts and shit came from. Right, right. Oh, and then oh, so it was
1: a different day altogether. Yeah, they
0: put they pushed it back a few more days because they were like, you know, this really needs to happen. Because I mean, it was like they spawned an entire genre and style within hip hop and R and B.
1: That's what um I was actually going to ask you, and I wasn't sure which is why I didn't ask you. But I'm glad you brought it up. So now I know that I'm not confusing <laughs> two people. But I heard somebody say specifically, I don't know if it was about Teddy Riley or if it was about Babyface, but one of them more or less have their own genre. Like at the end of, like you know, oh like, yeah,
0: Teddy Riley, he created that. His, his what he created was New Jack Swing. Yeah,
1: yeah, New Jack Swing. Yep, yep. yep. And Same. and that's the whole hip hop kind of mixed mixed in with
0: with what, with uh, hip hop with R and B and like the more upbeat style. Like remember yeah. Motown Philly by Boys to Men. Uh Motown Philly's back again. Okay, okay, yeah. That yeah, song, yeah. I'm pretty sure Teddy was on that. Or that, but that's in the, the New Jack Swing style. I don't remember. I don't know if you even know of the group called Guy. Uh, but they, um. I, kn- I know that one song. They got like a song that's definitely everybody mm-hmm. knows. Right? <laughs> exactly. And th- that was New Jack Swing Poison by, uh, Belle Debo That's okay. New Jack Swing. I mean. That whole,
1: hey, what's that, what's that? I know this is a terrible, uh, I don't even know how to explain it, but it's like, like the little thing in the background, and it's the New Jack Swing beat. What oh, song
0: is
1: that? Um that's those are synths. Those are just synths. Like, I know, synths. I know. But what, what song is that though? Like, uh, yeah, I, I don't know if you know exa- what song I'm talking about, but like that's the thing that comes to mind when I think about New Jack Swing, <laughs> where that sounds. Off the, like off of
0: what you just gave me, I'm not sure what song. I know, I know. About. That was terrible.
1: That was terrible. That was terrible. But, yeah. <laughs> it's like nah, <laughs> Nah, it's all good, it's all good. But, um, yeah, no, nah, I, I had heard a lot of, uh, about both of them. I know that they're both held really high, uh, as, a, as producers and writers for that matter. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah, it was, I mean, it, it was interesting for this to happen. So. Oh.
0: And, um, as to who won, I know that you didn't watch it, but with me, I really have to give it to Babyface because okay. there was a hell of a lot of songs that I just didn't. First of all, there was a lot of songs I didn't know either one of them produced. I'll just put that right okay. out there to begin with, and they were all jams, and I remembered every single one of them. But my nigga, when I'm talking about I Babyface one, because when he started playing the songs, whether they were <clears throat> whether they were slow jams or whatever, my nigga, them joints went off, and every one of them was just <laughs> like, "Oh, wait a minute, that's just my like, shit!"
1: I've heard this
0: before. And then this nigga had the nerve to sing one of the songs a cappella. Oh, with, with the motherfucking, uh, guitar. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> and I was, I was done. And it was, it was, I, I want to say it was the, um, oh, what is that? I can't, it was two occasions of a group he was in early on. It was okay. called Duelle. And they yeah. had a song called Two Occasions. And it's like, I only think of you on two occasions. That's day and night. I mean, that joint is a banger. I'll send it to you because yeah. it's, it's vicious. All right. Bell, but, bell, bell. He sang that joint on the thing, and I was like, yo. And you should have just seen the comments. The comments were on fire when the song started changing, and people was just like, oh my god! It was, it was ridiculous. I was so fucking entertained. I don't, I don't know about
1: you, right? But for some reason, right? I really love when artists, I guess you could say, cover their own song in like a cappella or like acoustic version. Mm -hmm. And it has its own little, like they change it up, they change a couple tones or pitches up or whatever. And it just changes, I don't know, like like some of the melodies change up even, like they'll, they'll mess around with it, with it. Yeah. I don't know, I feel like I feel like they're a lot more loose in that sense than they,
0: like, like for example, if you ever go to a concert and you hear, I feel like that's when artists kind of like have fun with the song. That's what I was just about to say, like it's always at a concert is when you'll find like them doing a different version of their songs and or some type of live performance, maybe Grammys or something, because that, that happens a lot on the Grammys. yeah, yeah, yeah yep, yep. Yep, yep, but definitely. there's there's been some ridiculous um different versions of songs that i that are out there that are just dope as hell um and i mean i'm not even just talking about hip-hop and r&b also i'm talking about i've heard some pop songs that were changed up during live performances and right. whether it was by that artist or not i remember watching what is that shit called <laughs> <laughs> the one where they're in the chairs facing around and they hit the button and and Pick whoever they want. The singing, the singing joint heck Christina Aguilera and and the nigga from uh, Maroon Five. um You're The Voice, the, sh- the Voice. Is
1: that the shit where they wear the mask and
0: they're like, Ooh. no, no, no. The Voice, The Voice is the TV show oh, okay, where they okay. come out, they sing, and you have the four judges facing away from them, and the judge picks who they want to have on their team by just listening to the person sing. Oh, I, I didn't know that. That's not oh, that's not the show. first two seasons of that joint was fire. I don't, I even fuck with it after that. But, um, yeah. <clears throat> cause I just thought it was a good concept. It was really the only one of those type of shows I'd ever seen. But, right, right. in the second season, they had this little Spanish girl, and I'll never forget her forget her name. is like Melanie Martinez. She had half of her hair was one color, half of it was another color. And she had a really gothic vibe, and she did a Britney Spears song. And I, it wasn't toxic. I think it may be, you, I'm a slave for you or something like that. But she did it in a really gothic-y, slow version. That shit was bomb. Oh yeah, 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 yeah I, I love shit like that man. Hell that's yeah. just, it, I feel like it's one
1: thing for you to just cover an artist, and I feel like that there's not really much creativity behind that, mm-hmm. you know, you're obviously literally just covering them, yeah, but I feel like if you make it your own song in a, in, a, in a sense, yep. I feel like that's that's just as in my opinion just as good as writing writing a song.
0: That's very true, because, I mean, like, essentially, like, you're just copying someone else's jo- if you just yeah, sing it, and yeah. most people, when they cover a song, they're just like, oh, I'm going to just try and match the original singer as much as I can so that you'll like it. Like, no, yeah. like you said, turn it into something that is all your own.
1: Yeah, now, obviously, there's, I feel like there's occasions for that, and then there's, because, like, for example, um, you know, I don't know if you've noticed, but certain artists, they're, they're, they'll they'll do, like, well, I guess they are doing it, but uh, certain, certain artists will do live performances on YouTube. From their homes or whatever uh-huh. uh and, and try to like raise money and one of the art one of the artists that did that this past weekend was post malone okay and he, he actually he did he did like a um like a tribute to nirvana oh wow and it was actually pretty tight like if y'all if y'all haven't checked that out and especially you two uh but if you haven't checked that shit out definitely check that shit out okay um, i feel like most people We're expecting him to fuck this shit up. I don't know. I feel like people don't, to be completely honest, I feel like people don't give Post Malone the credit that he deserves, but that's a different topic for a different day. That's very true. And yes, it is. But, um, but he did, I feel like he did a really good job. He, uh, he didn't really try to make it his own. He didn't like it, but it it was a tribute. It wasn't a cover. Yeah. Just, I feel like that difference there. But, um, yeah. Yeah,
0: Okay. The fuck we talking about before this? Uh, it was still the Teddy Roddy, uh, what do you call it, battle. But yeah, like, uh, the, the battle. IG I think Babyface won just off of pure classicness of myself. But the thing that I've, I've yet to see anybody accomplish 500,000 IG Live. I have yet to see yeah. anybody else accomplish I think
1: from. the premiere and RZA joint
0: had about two, 200,000, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. something like that. Speaking of IG Live battles, there, there have been more talked about coming up. Uh, one that we didn't talk about before the show apparently is going to be Puffy versus Dr. Dre. Oh yeah, I heard about that. I heard about that. That yeah. ought to be a really good one. Uh, that might be the one. Like, in all in all, hip hop dog. Hell yeah!
1: I feel like niggas forget about all the joints that that Diddy produced. Dog. Facts, because Diddy produced a hell of a lot of shit. Niggas forget. Niggas think that he was just dancing behind the
0: behind the scenes and shit.
1: Yeah. No, man, we put in work. Hell yeah.
0: Uh, and so, uh, we all know Dre's catalog I mean <laughs> he gonna hit you with I, some straight out of Compton shit look I'm gonna be real mm-hmm.
1: I was just gonna say I'm gonna be real I think I think Dre's gonna dog him but at the same time I don't know dog. like, like, like I said I know I said earlier that they both got, they definitely got hits but I just when I think about Dre and like I guess the the height that some of his biggest songs got to I feel like was bigger than mm. than, than
0: a lot of Diddy songs uh, Yeah um, I don't know but see again that's kind of hard To ascertain for me Because again I was still young at that age When all of this music was still popping off And I was heavily swayed towards New York Well yeah yeah, yeah So sure. like I didn't even listen to any West Coast stuff unless it was Like popular on BETM TV Right 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 So right. I mean like I feel like when you listen to that battle You're gonna get all the, sh- all the hits that you love but you're also going to get some deep cuts and i hope they do that because shit Premier and rizza did that that's all they did Babyface and teddy riley did a couple deep cuts also i'm expecting anybody else that goes to this point is going to do some deep cuts if you don't do deep cuts like i feel like you're kind of doing a disservice to the actual fans at that point i was about to ask you you as a fan do you prefer the deep cuts or do you prefer the, the hits I mean, I always prefer the I always prefer the hits, but it's nice to hear deep cuts, especially ones, you know, hit hard. Yeah, because yep. you're not going to want to hear all the deep cuts, but there's certain ones on every album that you know you're going to want to hear. You know why? Right. Because I feel like if you're if you're a real
1: fan of an artist, dog, your favorite song nine out of ten times is a fucking deep cut. Exactly. If you're a real fan. Uh huh. Not all the time Sometimes you know It just so happens That the the, the single Is like a really You know You really like the song But
0: Perfect example mm-hmm. Yo go ahead, go ahead. Go now ahead. I was going to say Perfect example for me Is Get Rich or Die Trying My mm-hmm. favorite song On the tr- on the album Is Heat Oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah That's definitely Yo And that You know what's funny
1: That's a lot of niggas Favorite song On that album <laughs>
0: Because it's just so I don't give a fuck. i kill you. Yo, I ain't playing.
1: How the fuck that nigga put that song seven tracks in, dog? Like, in the middle of the album, I about I'm going to kill you. I don't care,
0: nigga. He just hit niggas right over the top of the head with it. He's yeah, like, I'm going to hit yeah. you with some fun, cool, la-la shit that y'all be dancing in the club. And then I'm going to come through, and I'm going to rob the fuck out you. And I'm going to kill you. And <laughs> I want to say two songs later was like 21 questions or something. Well... <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, nah, I feel you. Nah, that's, that's a perfect example because I didn't know so many niggas like that song until I heard them pretty much say the same thing that you were saying. They're like, yo, heat is 100% like my favorite song. Yo, it's the
0: hardest song on the album.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. And I didn't realize how hard that joint was until like, I guess I heard it in 20, like in this area, in this era, I mean, Uh you know what I mean? Like, I feel like it, it, it made more sense. Back when you there, go back it. and listen
0: to it with adult ears. Yeah. There you go. It's like, it's like for me, one of my favorite, my favorite track on, um, Capital Punishment is Dream Shatterer. And it's not, it's a deep cut. Yeah. yeah but yeah, it's yeah. hard as fuck. And it's also a very violent song. Shout out, <laughs>
1: shout out. Shout out to Big Pun. Uh, I believe yesterday was, uh,
0: the, the 20th
1: anniversary of Capital Punishment. Was, was it? Late?
0: Oh yeah, because it came out in April.
1: I believe it. Let me let me let me make sure I, I
0: wanna say I wanna say April thirtieth, maybe? 20, 22 years
1: ago. Uh April twenty eighth. So it was yesterday. Oh shit. Hey. Celebration so listen to that album tonight. Captain bullshit. Yeah, now. Nah, Capital Punishment. And if you guys have not listened to the album, not only listen to it but also check out our album review on it that we did a couple months, maybe? Back? Yeah, a couple months ago. Maybe a year or so, maybe a year back.
0: Yep. Somewhere in the
1: archives, but we got it in the archives, check out the Big Pun Capital Punishment Review.
0: And yo, all sidebar, people,
1: it's a good episode. Oh, it's a fucking banger, dog. Yo. I was talking about this shit with my man on on Instagram, right? How like I feel like Pun is uh he's not he's not underrated because I feel like people when they talk about him, they give him the credit
0: he deserves. Uh huh. But I just feel like people forget about
1: him. When I mean, just, you
0: always forget about the ones that are gone. Well,
1: not because all right. I know that Pac and Biggie, I guess you could say on, on a different level, uh-huh. but these are also rappers that are gone.
0: I feel like, you know, they, they immediately go towards Biggie and Pac. But, I but you like got to they- remember, those were the two um faces of the East Coast, West yeah, Coast yeah. hip hop beef that was the center of like the early to late 90s. That's true. That is true. That they is were very- the two central figures. So of course, everyone knows who they are. Now, I mean, all the rappers that came around them, even the ones that were affiliated like them, like again, we've always talked about how Jada Kiss is an underrated rapper, right? And Jada Kiss was around in Bad Boy when Big was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like, you don't really remember shit from Jada in that time frame because he was small fry at that point. Right, right, right. right, right. Unless you were actually probably a little bit older or you were that deep into the bad boy roster, kind of like I was, that, uh, you, that you probably didn't know anything about the locks. Back, and I'm same thing,
1: same thing with pun i'm
0: guessing yeah like pun i feel like his first album like you know it was great he had his hits and everybody knows like the couple of hits but it's like i feel like his album was swept under the rug and people didn't really begin to appreciate it until later after he died yeah because yeah. i don't really think at that point you know no one was really looking at a latin rapper no matter how good they were and pun not only was a latin rapper he was better than most black rappers. Right, right. So it was but it but again, like in the late nineties, the early two thousands, like he was really just starting to take off as an artist and get big when he passed away. So it was just like if you knew about him from the underground or from his little bit of a come up, then yeah, you know about Pun. But if you were just somebody who was just like, you know, you listen to hip hop when it comes on TRL and all that other shit pun wasn't around long enough to be on trl
1: so so aside from uh still a player that joint uh he didn't have i'm guessing he didn't have too many
0: he had the uh still a player and um uh twins as a deep cut that became mad popular oh, okay. um uh, and then um the 100 from his second album oh yeah, 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 yeah. and then yeah, uh, i forgot all about that yep. yeah you're right. but i mean when it comes to the hits from his own albums Like I can't really think of many besides those two. Those are the two biggest ones that I know of. That those are the only ones you really ever hear in the club.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. And and, then Pac and Biggie got endless joints.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah, you're right. But also, if you if you look for the stuff from um from Big Pun, you'll find it all over Fat Joe's records. You'll find it on the Terror Squad album. You'll find or on the first Terror Squad album. Um, I mean. He, he worked with a rack of people So I mean like And plus there's just Endless like Songs of his That were never on Albums explicitly But they were right. like Either featured on some With someone or whatever But I mean like If you look for puns music You'll find it
1: Yeah No for sure For sure so Definitely man Big shout outs mm-hmm. To the motherfucking legend Big pun man Facts. R.I.P uh, And you know we, we, we still banging That capital punishment over here All day Eric Day, And a yeah baby mm-hmm. <laughs> I know it But Going quickly back to the whole... Uh, we're, still, we're still talking about the Zoom... Uh, oh, the IG battle. IG battle. battle. The IG battles. Uh, one thing that I'm very excited for is actually happening tomorrow, which um, would actually be April 30th.
0: Mm-hmm. Is it? Yeah, tomorrow's April 30th. Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, which is going to be Bone Thugs versus 3-6 Mafia. Yep. We, talk, we haven't talked about it yet, right? We have not. I, I just, I don't know. I just, I thought we had already, I guess see, we talked about it beforehand.
0: We did talk about it and we talked about it at length beforehand. That was the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Hold
1: on. Let about this. <laughs> All right. So for those of you that don't fucking know, um, the same thing that's been going on with everybody else is happening with, uh, three, six mafia. And I, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's going to be crazy bone and DJ Paul. If you know yeah. What I'm
0: that's, I, that's what I believe it said.
1: Yeah. And. I believe it's going to be on DJ Paul's Instagram. So mm-hmm. you got to follow DJ Paul Paul. Paul. Um, but yeah, man, I, I you know, we were talking about this show earlier, how um this is actually very, a very close battle um because of because now one thing I didn't know was that aside from Crossroads and maybe for the love of money and a couple other songs. Yeah, what those wasn't first of the month? I personally it wasn't that, uh, I guess, mainstream as I personally thought it, I guess, at first.
0: No. I mean, growing up with it, like, I remember Bone being there, but outside of those three songs, right. like, I don't really remember there being that much of a swell for them. I remember they pretty much had a cult following a lot like 3-6 yeah. Mafia, though. Like, yeah, yeah, if yeah. you fucked with them, you fucked with them.
1: Yo, and you know what's funny? It's funny you say that, because I feel like their fan bases are very similar. You know what I mean? They kind of uh, are. Because it's definitely a co-following, cool and I remember. You know what's funny? This is the funniest shit ever, dog. Anybody that I meet my age that fucks with three six, like the old three six and Bone Thugs, uh-huh. they had a fucking brother, my brother's age or on your age. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. it, it always happens. It's not. It's not like it just bleeds through or it just. I don't know, but I feel like every time somebody had like is a. Thing, especially, and this is the thing, right? People love to put on like the, the singles, like uh, uh, the the joke with Biggie, uh-huh. uh, Notorious Thugs, and uh, you know, just a lot of the, the big songs like uh, Stay Fly or Sipping on Some Scissor. Yeah, but when you just put the deep cuts on. That's when you know you have an older brother, my nigga.
0: Exactly, and th- honestly, that's where I'm gonna be lost because when it came to Three Six and Bone Thugs at that time, I was still fucking hard well, with Bad Boy, but I was also fucking with No Limit.
1: <laughs> uh, okay, so okay.
0: I really wasn't into either one of those Like I knew right. their basic hits but again I didn't really hear too much of them until I was a little older and came back to them
1: now let me honestly right if if we're going based off of let's do a prediction real quick going based off of I'm a fan of both of them I, I would say equally both of them um, but I feel that if we're going based off of it's, 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 it's a hard one man because like I was saying, Bone Thugs has the Tupac and Biggie uh, features, uh-huh. which both songs are fucking huge. That's... You have E and I'm sure. Well, they just have a whole lot of shit, you know what I mean? And 3-6, I feel like a lot of their bigger songs were kind of like underground songs.
0: Yeah, and also, I feel like a lot of their bigger mainstream songs didn't really come until later on, like in the early 2000s. Yeah, 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 well, mid, like, mid, yeah, mid, mid-late, yeah, mid-late. Because, I mean, mid-late. from what I remember from when I was in high school slash college, it was slob on my knob, uh, sipping on some scissor, and they was riding spinners, wasn't they? Yeah, riding spinners was was one. Yeah. That, that album was actually, uh,
1: I really liked that album, The Unbreakables, mm-hmm. I believe, 2002, 2003. There was a, there, there's a couple, no, but that's the thing. I feel like 3-6 has so many bangers that, like, if you know about them, you know all about them like a lot of a lot of one of my some of my favorite songs from three six are like their posse songs where it's like everybody that's you know in the, in the yeah. group is rapping on the joint mm-hmm. um, they do that a lot um they, they do that i want to say in every album they'll have like a posse song but at the same time man bone thugs man they just i feel like
0: you could argue that they fucking started a whole new sound you know what i mean like the whole melodic shit oh yeah so i mean you know honestly I mean? So, bone thugs started the the mumble rap sound of today yeah, like yeah, because they were ago. kind of mumbling back then mm-hmm. If you think about it yep. They were just he, mumbling faster Way more melodic and everything That way more melodic style of rapping With a little bit of singing added to it Like That's what the rappers are doing today
1: Yo, this is this is fucking going to be a hot take too The R.I.P. Pop Smoke and everything, right? Yeah. But didn't this nigga kind of sound like Crazy
0: Bone? He kind of
1: did though Maybe that's why I
0: fucked with his voice so much <laughs>
1: that, That's dog I gotta remember but I'm about to ask my brother after this show, like, yo, did this nigga not sound like fucking pop smoke or crazy one though? <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. So like I said, tune in tomorrow. Uh, I believe it's gonna be at eight o'clock. I think they also said they're gonna have some kind of merch available, which I'm, as a fan, you which know, I we're fickle. Not we have, we had them. With you, you, know, you know, they're gonna try to capitalize off this shit. <laughs> so <laughs> you know, my ass, I'm definitely gonna get me a hoodie or something. So. Uh, definitely tune in for that tune in for the culture if you have if you had an older brother that was born between the years of 1983 and 1987 you then you're gonna want to tune into this for real for real <laughs> you just might be like damn i remember that song <laughs> yeah like you might have heard this shit coming from your, your siblings room or something and you might have not really known the song but like, yo, i think i heard this song a couple times mm-hmm. so, i guarantee mad. it yeah sure
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right well let's keep on rolling but, on Unfortunately, we had another rapper in uh, the culture pass away this year. Uh, Fred the Godson passed away. I want to say it was like four days ago? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, sometime. Was it four days ago? Was it like on Sunday?
0: Was it on Sunday? It was, I, on, was I, Sunday I, four days ago? I think it might Sunday have been was... sometime last week. Okay. Well we'll, 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 say, well, we'll say within the last week. Let me see. Let, let, me, let me make sure. Uh, I just damn. He was old. I didn't know he was that old. He was forty one. Was he? Hmm. Well, I knew. I knew he was out for a minute. Like
1: I seen a picture that uh or a video that Cameron posted up of him rapping with him back when Cameron looked young as fuck. Hmm. Uh, now this this is actually almost a week ago. This was uh six days ago.
0: Oh, like okay. Passed
1: okay. away. But um, yeah, like this is you know this is somebody that um. From what I, from what I've seen, a lot of New York rappers, uh, shot him out a lot. He seemed like to be somebody that was very underground. A lot of people say they really liked his rapping. Uh, Fat Joe was somebody who came out and said he was one of his, he was his, his favorite all out favorite street rapper. Oh shit. Okay. So, like you, I guess, you know, and, and again, I feel like you have to respect an artist who still sticks to what they do. And in this case, him being like that old new york sound i'm not saying that he was like still had that old new york sound but i feel like he he wasn't compromising himself to, to try to make it big well i mean you know that was I mean? his yeah, like
0: that was his style and you really have to like give it to him because a lot of people will conform to whatever it is that gives them that check and apparently he is not one of them dudes and i i have to give it up to him i mean i'm not familiar with his music i've heard the name before but i'm just not familiar with the music uh unfortunately from what they said on the New York Times looks like he passed away from uh complications of coronavirus.
1: Yeah, yeah yeah, yep, yep. Um and it it was just really sad um you know if if you go to his Instagram page his last uh post is him hooked up to like a ventilator. Oh. Um and it, it's a sad thing, man. It really is a sad thing. Uh this whole coronavirus is is really sad because um I, for for one I didn't know that. If you have it, and let's say you're really bad, you're probably gonna die alone. Like you're probably not gonna die with your with your family there. Yeah, because no
0: one can be around you.
1: Nobody can be around you. So um, it's just man, it's just a really sad situation. Uh, but Mm -hmm. one of the things that that just kind of I don't wanna say taught me, but kind of like brought to light to me was that like, even though he didn't have like that big success or mainstream or whatever, whatever you wanna call it, right? I feel like oh, everybody giving him his flowers now that he's gone, right? Mm-hmm. But I still feel like he, this shows that he had the respect of the industry because a lot of dudes that I did, I would never have thought would know about him uh, shouted him out, gave him you know his blessings and everything. And I, I could really feel that he had the respect of everybody in the industry regardless of what kind of uh, fame he may have had or whatever or may not have had.
0: Well, you got to think you about know. it. Back when he was, you know, trying to come about, You know, it was back in the golden era. Yeah, yeah, early, early,
1: mid-2000s.
0: Yeah, so there wasn't really that many rappers on the scene, like, whether you were underground or not. So it was more likely that somebody who was a rapper, whether they were famous or underground, knew about, or, you know, whether if they were famous, they probably knew about more underground (laughs) people, whether they worked with them or not or whatever, whatever, or just enjoyed their music from afar, like... Right. hip hop there was just like I said there were so few people in it that like you could kind of like I don't want to say keep tabs on everybody but like it wasn't hard to find talent and if, when you're in a town like New York where there's damn near there's, yeah, like, there's like a rapper like three rappers on every corner like <laughs> Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like even no, back in the know. day there was hella rappers but like you know it's just it just wasn't as many as they are right now and if you were yeah. a battle rapper and and you were in the streets and this guy was in the streets obviously you knew him cuz you you would come across yeah. each other at some point.
1: Yeah, nah, for sure. Um, I remember first seeing him, uh, a couple times, like, featured on, like, some Styles. Uh, I think it might have been a couple Styles songs. Like, he would be a lot in a lot of, featured in a lot of, like, New York rappers, um, back in the day, in, like, certain mixtapes and shit. So, I do remember hearing him then. I've heard him freestyle a couple times on Funk Flex. Mm-hmm. He's nice. He definitely was nice. But yeah, man, it's just a really sad situation. Mm-hmm. I feel like New York definitely lost, took a hit with this one. A lot of, I've seen a lot of rappers. Uh, you know, right, uh, DJ Clark Kent came out and spoke out about it. Just speaking very highly of him. And, uh, and I'm just glad that, you know, even, again, even though it wasn't while he was here, I'm glad that he's getting, you know, his respect that, you know, I feel he deserves. It. So shout out, Frederick Godson. Rest, mm-hmm. Rest in peace. Definitely yeah. missed and,
0: uh, and respected down here. All right. And everybody's favorite topic <laughs> Takashi69 is out of jail. I know we brought no, that up last just- time.
1: He's back, uh, he's back, he's back, he's back And like we were saying beforehand I believe Let me make sure I get the date correct Uh, yeah, he Well, actually, let me say something else real quick Well, I'll just say this part first uh-huh. So he's actually posted today On his Instagram Live That May 8th, something is coming out Rather it's a song, rather it's an interview Rather it's a fucking IG Live I don't know what's gonna happen But that's the date that he tweeted out emoji and are you ready so we can only imagine what's to come dog i don't know i don't know what are you what are you expecting from this?
0: honestly i'm not really sure what to expect <clears throat> like i told you before the show happened there was a snippet of uh takashi's newest track that he released i think on like on instagram maybe it was only like 10 right. seconds and it sounded like his other stuff you know get that pick picket stick it that shouting shit yeah, um, yeah. But I mean, I, honestly, I have no idea what to expect from this guy. Like I said, he obviously can't be talking the same shit he was talking before. Nah, nah, and, and, that, and that,
1: that, that's that's what I'm really curious to hear. Whatever music he's gonna put out. Now I'm pretty sure, that, you know, he, he could get away with like the little because he he did the girly type of songs every now and then, and I'm sure he'll try to get away with that at first. But at some point, what else are you gonna do? You know, you can't be a one-trip phone. <laughs>
0: Nope, you can't, so,
1: but yeah, the judge um he pretty much signed off an order saying that uh Takashi could record two hours per week uh for you know music videos uh-huh. outside of his outside of his house in his backyard and eight hours a day to record his music in his basement, which again, we were talking about the shit how I didn't know you need permission to go into your basement
0: you know, for real, so. that just kind of seems ridiculous, but you know what, go ahead, judge, I'm not judging
1: Nah, <laughs> I'm. I'm <laughs> Hey, I'll tell you this though. As much as I stand against everything that this fucking asshole did, and you know, just didn't stand by what he did, accountability, know, all that good stuff. But I do want to see what the
0: fuck this nigga got to say. I'm not even gonna lie to you, dog. Not even gonna lie to you. I kind of do too, but I just, I'm not excited for it. But I, I want to see what becomes of it. You know what I'm saying? No, nah, I, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. I'm, I'm definitely with you. <laughs> All right. Oh, and one thing I just seen, I haven't heard the song yet. Now, I will say that today, as in not on Instagram, I heard the song Savage by Megan Thee Stallion for the first time. Oh, not on Instagram. Like, not on, not Instagram. on Instagram, as in like the little 30-second clip that everybody uses. I, <laughs> uh, no, I'm a savage. <laughs> <laughs> Bo- bougie. That's ratchet. the only reason I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Yo,
1: <laughs> goddamn. Hey, yo, you know what? That's the new fucking... Uh, that's the new way to blow up now, is to get your fucking song on a TikTok, though. Basically. It's a challenge. It's I, it, I like have a feeling
0: cool. people are going to do what Drake is doing now, and just making songs specifically for it, because that Tootsie Slide, that is a fucking TikTok song. Like, that's perfect for it. All right. I'm not even going to lie, right? It is 100% that right? But I kind of like it. I don't know why. I kind of like
1: that song. <laughs> it just, it, it, like, you know, it's a, it's a cute little song, you know? It's a, Something it's cute, cute for the like kids.
0: That. Yeah, you
1: know,
0: it's a cute little... I can't be mad at it. <laughs> <laughs> but also, apparently, now now that I've heard um, Savage for the first time, apparently there is a remix, and the remix has Beyonce on it. And the remix apparently has oh, yeah, Beyonce rapping on, rapping on it. Rapping on it? Rapping. And, and according to uh, Hip Hop News uh, right now, or online, whatever it's called, uh, it says fans lost their shit. Now, again, I haven't heard this. But the last time that Beyonce rapped on it, the last two so- times that Beyonce rapped on a song, everybody was like, ah! God, let me ask
1: you this right now. I don't want to offend the behind. Okay?
0: <laughs> okay. But why? <laughs> Beyonce don't write her shit, all right? She's a pop star, though. She's not supposed it's not supposed to, uh, It's an, well, that, that rule is not supposed to play for her.
1: All right. You, as somebody who appreciates music, uh-huh. 100%, right, uh-huh. do you feel like, as an artist, you should write your own
0: shit? Do you feel like that matters? I feel like it does. Now, I can't say Beyonce doesn't write all of her music, yeah, okay, because yeah, I know she does write at least some of it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, there's. I feel like music has a better effect. It's better performed by the artist. And it's just overall, it just has more heart and meaning behind it in the sound of it, generally mm-hmm. when it's something that the artist has written slash composed themselves.
1: Yeah, and, and put it this way, right? Mm-hmm. If you wrote a speech, or if somebody else wrote a speech for you to to say it, it wouldn't sound as good as then if you if were you write a speech, because you know some things that you would say, and I feel like it's almost impossible, virtually impossible to get word for word exactly what, whatever artist you're writing for
0: uh-huh.
1: would say or how they would say, I know you could, you know, study the artist and see what, you know, certain things, but I feel like there's other things that are just natural, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, I've, I've, I've always wondered that, like why, why is it that it's not a big deal for artists to not write in, in pop or in
0: R&B or in whatever the fuck? I, I don't understand it. Honestly, I wish I could tell you, but from every album that I know, an artist is, uh, has written it by themselves. You can just hear the difference between an album that they didn't write. I mean, you can—it's just there. And I mean, I'm sure, and,
1: and again, I'm, I'm sure Beyonce is is an example of that. You know, I'm sure oh she's yeah. she's written that. And sound, I think
0: Lemonade was supposed to be all her. Oh, was it? I think so? Did Lemonade have that joint where, uh, uh, well, it's her and
1: Jay Z, and it's uh. They're both rapping, is that is
0: that on that? Because I heard that I heard that a uh, fucking the Migos were her first. Honestly, I don't remember because I I I mean I listened to Lemonade, but I didn't internalize yeah. it. So no, I hate it. I hate it. I hate. It. Oh, yeah, not good with that. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: okay.
0: but yeah, not like I've always thought so. Because I mean, like, all right, uh, another example in the pop realm I can give you. Remember how we were going on, you were going on about, uh, DJ Premier working with Christina Aguilera and you didn't know that <laughs> she had done any of that, right? Yeah. yeah so, yeah. you know, little kid, we've, I've heard Christina's first album, straight pop album, whatever. She ain't written none of that shit. Second album though, it's called, I think it's called Stripped. Mm-hmm. That shit is straight fire front to back and she wrote every track yeah. on it. There's, there's a couple of tracks. So there's one track on there where you can actually hear her crying while she's singing the song
1: right and, and that would never happen if somebody wrote that song uh-uh, never you know what i mean like I, again I, I feel like music is so much involved with emotion and everything else and that i just feel like you're doing music a disservice by performing somebody else's song I, that's just how i feel yeah. like i feel like if if i was a singer and i could sing my ass off i would not feel comfortable with somebody writing my own shit. i just feel like i feel like i'm cheating like it's almost like if you lose weight, but somebody lost it for you. Yeah, like you don't have to do all the hard work, but you don't get the satisfaction of saying, "Yeah, I did that." At yeah. least I wouldn't. But it's
0: you know. true. I mean, it's. Tr- I mean, I can think of at least two more examples. One example: Pink, between her first album and her second album, mm-hmm. and then also, I don't know if you've ever heard of the singer Jewel. I think I might have. Yeah, I think oh, she. She did two albums under her regular style. And then I think her third album, she basically just did a pop album. And everybody was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Cause I mean, this is the bitch that was like all straight up acoustic, just giving you her and a fucking guitar. And that was it. Right. And, like, and then all of a sudden she's out here with a full symphonic pop band talking, dancing around with pyrotechnics and back row dancers. And I ain't never seen this bitch dance in my life. And I ain't never seen a dance since.
1: See, but a lot of times what happens, I feel, is that labels will get behind all this bullshit or they don't get signed to a major label. Uh-huh. They'll be like, nah, dog, you're going to have to change up this whole shit. You're going to have to get some writers. You're going to have to get some pop-sounding mm-hmm.
0: shit. And sometimes it's just a cash grab because that's what Jewel said. Jewel said it was a straight cash grab. She was like, y'all I know believe- that's not my style. I just did that for the money.
1: No, and again, she might have said that, but I feel like, again, that that it's a very good possibility that the label itself was like, yo, you don't drop the shit, we're going to drop you. Mm-hmm, very true. So you know,
0: got that album clause. You need to come out with albums. Yeah, get like four people to write your next album, so you ain't got to do shit but uh, show up and sing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yo, I wonder how that works. Like, like if you're if you're a singer, do you show up and do you meet with the person who wrote the song? Do they send you a a fucking version that they recorded? I
0: would assume. Well, I would assume that you usually meet with the person and they sing it for you and show you how it goes and right. then they give it to the person, and the person sings it that way, but then also puts their spin on it, so then it's their song now. So would you say that always happens, that they'll put their spin on it? Like they'll, or I would say if you're a good singer, you would, because people always forget the song by Whitney Houston, And I Will Always Love You. Yeah. That was a Dolly Parton song. It was a country song. Was it? Mm-hmm. So, so that was a, a, like a cover, more or less. Mm-hmm. She, she did it a cover, but she did it completely different, and she did it way better than the original. Yeah, because nobody knows the Dolly Parton <laughs> Nope. And there was another song. I'm trying to remember which one of her other big hits was, uh, was a cover song. But she just she took that shit and ran with it and just completely bodied it. And everybody was like, wait a minute, that wasn't her song? Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy
1: for you to be able to take somebody else's song. I'm guessing that probably
0: came out a while before that. I'm guessing. Oh, Maybe yeah. Had... I'm pretty sure it came out in, like, the 60s with Dolly Parton or some shit like that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I didn't know that at all. Actually,
1: mm-hmm. I'm sure most people probably don't
0: know that. Yeah, I'm sure they really don't. The end. Uh, that joint. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing she added a ah, yeah. I, I I don't know honestly. I've never heard the Other Parton version. I've only heard a clip of it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey man, shout out the uh, shout the Whitney Webber she that
0: right? man. Yeah. The voice. The voice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Um, hold on, let oh, me see where we're at. French Montana? You said I thought about that? Oh, yeah. No, so we, we, we already did it? talk about it. Did we? I don't think... Actually, maybe we didn't. Anyway, let's do it.
1: <laughs> All right, so for those of y'all that haven't been keeping up, French Montana, him and... Uh, or he actually came out and said, I believe, in a complex interview, I want
0: to say, that... Why is it complex they- that always has the fuckery that comes about? They always
1: have it, dog. <laughs> they always have the bullshit, man. But anyways... He pretty much came out and said that he had more hits than uh, Kendrick Lamar on Story Short. And immediately the entire world laughed. Laughed. And with, with, with good fucking right, because let's be real. The song that every, the big, your biggest song isn't even really your song.
0: Because it's got four of them. on oh, it. it not, what,
1: what are you talking about? Uh,
0: oh, you talking about uh, something else then. Well, the song that I, his biggest song I know is Pop That, with motherfucking Rick Ross and Drake and Wayne.
1: Unforgettable? Not bigger
0: than unforgettable. I don't know unforgettable.
1: Dog, no, you know unforgettable. I and
0: probably you... do and just didn't know it was French. And you are
1: unforgettable.
0: Can't leave you alone. Oh, yeah, yeah. I had no idea that was French. There you go. I mean, it's actually
1: Sway Lee. It's Sway Lee. It's Sway Lee, it's Sway Lee and French,
0: but for whatever reason, I don't understand why artists do that. When... Oh, no, I do know that song. You're right. Unforgettable. Yeah. yeah yeah
1: okay i no. that's like what it, it no, was that, just, joint,
0: that joint just rock though
1: <laughs> yeah no and again that's the whole thing about it is that this is french's song uh, uh, on paper but sway lee wrote the song gave it to him and he
0: added his verse to it wow you know what i mean this was, was one of those wow you know mm-hmm. okay and besides so, like every other song, just like everyone said, and I, I kinda I didn't go back to look, but every French song that I know that is popular has at least one other person on it.
1: I, I can't think of one that doesn't.
0: I can't think of one French Montana song where it's just French turning up. Uh what about the nah
1: hold on hold
0: on. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> now, he, he got he got at least one. Uh,
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm looking for like a old. Yeah, you're right.
0: <laughs> Final answer, sir.
1: <laughs>
0: Nothing. <laughs> pop that
1: got like 10, right?
0: Pop the some pop that. Mhm. That got like two other niggas on it, right? It's got three. Three other niggas. Ross, Drake, and Wayne. And then is you is got it? the jump, you get, and then you got the jump, uh, he's got with Cardi and, uh, Post Malone. And then the jump oh, yeah. he's got with Sway Lee. Yeah. And, yeah. um,
1: I know he had, this is like one of the older ones. Oh. Old, oh, what, that song Shot Collar? That's like the one song. Is it? Okay. This jump, this jump. I know you heard this song
0: yeah i know this song i didn't know he was i i didn't know he was by himself on that joint i figured he had somebody else on it well to be fair he has somebody named charlie rock on it
1: but i don't know who charlie rock (laughs) so he's still
0: not alone
1: (laughs) (laughs) nah but but to be fair he's the bigger name on this song yeah so you can you can say and i think i think the dude charlie rock was on the hook i want to say But um, regardless <laughs> <laughs> he had a whole bunch of shit with uh with fucking um uh, with with Max B when he was out here. Uh-huh. Um you know what I mean? Just a just a, just a lot of shit, man. Um, I don't know man. I don't know. And and now, if we were talking about that, after he said that, after he said that blast me that he has more hits <laughs> than
0: Young Thug, which dog, Young Thug be like defending of some of those randomest people, dog. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he always pops up randomly talking about something. Like it's like man, what? but it's like but you didn't even need to say anything.
1: Nah no, not at
0: all. But um but pretty much it came
1: out and I guess these two had uh issues before for something. Uh-huh. They had some kind of beat before. And this kinda just rekindled the whole shit because uh-huh. uh Thug was talking crazy about him calling the him bitch nigga that's how, calling him everything under the bus. And yeah, it was just a lot of back and forth. And to be honest, I feel like Young Thug and Kendrick both have more hits than fucking French Montana. Mm-hmm. But, um, but it didn't stop there because later on, later on in the week, you had this dude named Fabio, which, uh, I think that's his name, Fabio. He's the guy that sings the song, Big Lit. She's been in love with the Lit Chris. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hey, hey, that drunk. Um, he came out and, and, that, and that's, a really popular song right now. And that, that whole drill movement, you know, due to people like Pop Smoke, Chef G, uh, other, uh, New York rappers that have that sound bubbling right now. Uh-huh. Now, what did French do? He took a beat similar to that, similar to the drill sound, and pretty much made a drill song. Say. A lot of the things that they're saying in their songs, doing the dances that they're doing in their songs, but they don't have the niggas in the song. So wow. that was a big deal uh to one of the rappers, uh, I think the dude Flavio, he can't he went on IG Live, you know, spoke his mind. Mm-hmm. And pretty much said, like, look, dog, like, I get you're from New York, but like this isn't your sound. You know what I mean? It's kinda like if and my brother was talking about this shit, how like if Gogo all of a sudden started popping everywhere. Yeah. And then all of a sudden Wale tried to do go. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, just, it would be like, damn, though, I get you're from here, but you wasn't with this shit when this shit wasn't, wasn't as popping. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So, I, I kinda like looked at it like that, and, uh, I, I saw the song, and I heard it, and I looked at the music video, and it was a little, a little sketchy, though. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. French, French got a lot of people on his neck right now, man.
0: Yeah, I don't understand. I think it's just this, um, this fucking everybody having to stay inside and shit, niggas is getting bored. Like, I feel like you know, niggas just want to come out the mouth and say random thoughts that they had when it was like smack and sitting on the toilet. Like What's the problem. Like it's it's just it's getting ridiculous. Like I mean, the actions of people are getting ridiculous. It's the stuff that people are saying. All I need is for somebody to come out their mouth and say Prince and Michael Jackson are overrated, <laughs> o- overrated. And I will literally get on. I somebody at IG live and cuss them the fuck out. Like. <laughs> I that's all I need, French Montana. Say it, please. Give me a reason. Give me a reason. <laughs> nah, I see. I hear you, bro. But yeah, no, it's like I mean, we all going crazy, but it's just like you know, rain that shit Look, in, man. nigga. Smoke some fucking weed. Drink some fucking dark liquor, <laughs> some Hennessy
1: preferably, and and, and, and yeah, just call it a day, dog. Turn on the Xbox, turn on the PlayStation. I don't get it, dog. These niggas, dog. No. I don't know, man. Uh, and they're fucking rich on top of that.
0: I'm telling you. You think they'd be able to find something to do?
1: Limited. At the very least, dog. you could buy three pounds of weed and stay in the house for forever, dog, and have food come to you every day, have your chef cook for you. Like, come on, dog.
0: Stop glasses. Stop 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 All right. Well, with, with niggas wilding, let's go ahead and end the episode there, my friend. Um, did you have a Petty of the Week this week? because I did not and we forgot to do this last episode and we did um, I think we actually forgot to do it the last two episodes we
1: might have we might have so let's let's try to figure this shit out now <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I have one somewhere in here. I, feel like, I feel like there's only so
0: much you could do petty wise <laughs> like from home okay <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm gonna say it's not petty but this is a what the fuck for real shit And Mm -hmm. I'm going to be petty about it. But yo, Rick Ross, what the fuck is up with that video that you put of yourself, look like you trying to painfully smile while you breathing hard. Like, what the fuck is going on with this video? And why did you put it up for everybody to clown the fuck out of you about?
1: Yo, Rick I have a theory that Rick Ross, and again, not to say that he's not a gangster or whatever you want to say, right? Mm -hmm. But I feel like, He's like a goofy ass nigga on the low, you know? <laughs> like, I don't know if you've seen that video. I, th- I think I showed it to you. When he was dancing in the car after like eating some chicken wings or something. Yeah. Uh, no, nah, he's, just, he's one of the most
0: unintentionally funny niggas. That was he, he, he tasted something in a pot one time <laughs> and then he like, he sipped it on the, on the spoon and then he turned and gave this real goofy ass look to the camera. I was like, what the hell, Ross? <laughs> I'm telling so- <laughs> He's out of control, yo. And, and no matter
1: how much weight he loses, he'll always have the fat tendencies.
0: <laughs> like in the, like
1: the, the cooking video? Yes. <laughs> that was such a fat nigga move, dog, and I love it, and I recognize it. Fuck yes, I'm... and I respect it, and I love
0: respect it. it. <laughs> 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 oh, shout, out to, shout out to Rick Ross providing the Endless Entertainment. Without even trying, I'm yes, telling I'm trying. Oh, and something else that I saw that was mad entertaining, even though it was like on a religious tip. DMX yeah. is reading Bible verses and basically giving Bible study on his IG Live in his voice. Shut
1: the fuck up.
0: And reacting to shit that the Bible says in his... Man, when I tell you that shit was the funniest <laughs> 10 minutes I have watched on IG Live that was no. unintentional ever, dog. Go to Bible study with DMX.
1: I'm I'm, going to have to look for that shit. Go to
0: Bible study with DMX, my nigga.
1: Nah, I'm definitely going to have to look that shit up. (laughs)
0: Definitely
1: going to have to look that shit up. Let me see. Uh, Damn, I fucking had some. Hold on, let me see. This happened a couple weeks ago. Okay. A petty moment goes to my man, NBA young boy, for calling Floyd Mayweather, a bitch-ass nigga, with his daughter in the frame behind him. (laughs) In his bed. In his bed, (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah NBA young boy is out here he's another one that's been wilding the fuck out ever since the corona joint took a hold of everybody. Dog, niggas ain't used to just having
1: to stay in the crib all day and not do shit, dog. Mm-mm, <laughs> mm-mm. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. But yeah, nah, dog, I remember when I seen that shit, I was like, Dude, this nigga just he was like "Hey, eh, eh, yo bitch, or her her bitch ass daddy ain't buy her shit. Like pretty much call him a bitch ass nigga. Yeah.
0: Wow.
1: And, and, and she was in there just like like, the little puppy face, you are know, like, oh, shit. Mm,
0: like, I should be saying something, but I'm not about to say it. I'm not about to say nothing. I'm this just nigga might backhand the play. shit out of me on national Instagram. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep. And, again, for all those of you who don't know, I think we talked about it on the episode, how she ended up actually stabbing NBA Young Boy's baby mama, mm-hmm. uh, who was in critical condition and some more shit, so... All of that is petty on his own as well. Like you walking
0: in on somebody and just stab a motherfucker just because like you don't even hear what's going on. You know? but, hey. hey. Niggas being niggas being niggas. Tears with the tears, man.
1: with
0: <laughs> the Alright, um, and do you have an album suggestion for the people out there this week?
1: In light of the battle tomorrow. You gotta go check out Three Six Mafia, The Unbreakables. Hey. Uh, let me see what year for sure. 2003. You got hits like "Fuck That Shit," which is one of my favorite Three Six Mafia songs. Bin <laughs> Laden Weed, one of my favorite. Oh, favorite I Latinweed. remember that song. I'm sure you know for sure. Just a lot of good songs on this album, man. Really, I feel like if you, if you want to hear the gritty Three Six that was, you know, before. I don't want to say they went mainstream with Stay Fly, but before they got like to that sound, I guess. Check this joint out. A lot of good songs on here. If you want to rob a liquor store or Seven Eleven or potentially run up on niggas who you really don't have any reason to run up on them, <laughs> this is the, this is the album that you do it to. Uh, Testing my Gangsta, another good song. So check that out. The Unbreakables, three six nine.
0: All right, I'm gonna go with. All right, I'm gonna go with Friday Night Lights by J Cole from okay. 2010 what was actually supposed to be his debut album but it was leaked online i think like two weeks before it was released so he basically just chalked it up to a mixtape and came out with another his his debut album i think the next year oh okay. that album is dope as fuck it's got shit like too deep for the intro which is like yeah something like you would have never thought would be a good starting track and, but it's mm-hmm. but it's like it's just a good fucking song yeah besides too deep for the intro back to the topic freestyle which was produced by mario winas is fucking it's it's fucking dope uh you got it featuring wale is one of my favorite songs oh, on yeah, there yeah. uh vilmatic uh enchanted featuring omen in the morning featuring drake like it's, yeah That's... like it's just got tracks on there like tracks on tracks on tracks it's one of those things one of those albums that you can just literally sit through and enjoy the entire yeah. way through so check out friday night lights by j cole it is and anything else you'd like to tell the beautiful people out there sir? hey man just be stay
1: safe out there man stay in the crib if you're gonna holler at your weed man grab the whole zip don't be going back and forth for a little apes you know what i mean you want them to have this social distancing thing is in effect you know what i mean if you go to a liquor store buy the case of hennessy don't buy just one bottle nigga because you know you're coming back no, you're coming back on Friday. I know it's only Tuesday. So, <laughs> but, um, now nah, in all seriousness, man, thank you for rocking with us. Um, we're going, we definitely going to try to keep, uh, you know, bringing y'all these episodes as much as we can. Uh, we got two album reviews coming out very, very, very soon. Keep a lookout on that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, man. Stay safe out there. Yes, sir.
0: All right. Well, y'all know y'all can find us for your listening pleasures on SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Speaker, and Stitcher. You can find us on Facebook by going to Facebook.com and searching out Hip Hop Heads Podcast. And you can find us on our social medias, Instagram and Twitter at HQ Podcast. And yes, yeah. I, once again, I hate to tell you. Fill it out. It out. Hey, real
1: quick, I don't want to cut you off, but I just seen a hilarious meme, right? Uh huh. It's it's this dude driving, and it looks like it's like a prostitute, like going up to his window. Uh huh. And she's like fifty dollars, whatever you want, baby. And the niggas like, can you cut hair? <laughs> I, felt I felt. that. I felt that. I feel that so, too, oh, bro. Jesus Christ, dog! Uh, shout out to all my all our listeners who are struggling without a cut right now. Yes. Shout out to all the listening struggling Struggle Without a Cut. Jeez, dog. We know your pain. Both of us know your pain. We're going to ride this out
0: like, like fucking like a family. Because the struggle is real, but we're going to get through it together. We'll get through it, man. We'll get through it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. Well, from us here in the D.C. metro area to everybody else around the world, be safe, wash your hands, wash your ass, keep each other I in should... your inner heads, and we love you, dog. Peace. Peace.